Hey guys, welcome, welcome back to a new episode of Geekcast Central. My name is my name is Morgan Walsh. I am one of the founders and your host for today's episode. Um, Jack, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Jack Watson. I'm also the second founder of the Geekcast, and today we're going to be talking about Nintendo and the Nintendo Switch. That's what I'm mainly going to be talking about. We've talked yeah. about uh, PlayStation. Now it's now it's time to talk about Nintendo. I know, bloody hell. Um, so the what? Let's let's go off on opinions on what was your opinion, Jack, of when when they were gonna when you found out about them releasing the Nintendo. What do you mean? Do you mean like the first Nintendo or Nintendo Switch or something? Yeah, the first Nintendo Switch. Like, what was your opinion? Because obviously, it's different. Uh, I thought it was a, I thought it was a very cool idea, a very re- revolutionary thing, a hybrid t- between a home console and a um, handheld. Like being able to play Skyrim on the go—that's pretty amazing. That's my first yeah. opinion of it. Yeah, I agree. Because I think, good, because because I think. The problem that I have with a lot of game consoles, they they're not very portable, if you would, and and it well, would... they're not really meant to be portable. They're meant to be played at home, hence the term home consoles. But mm-hmm. um, when it comes to like handheld systems, you got the DS, PSP, PS Vita, 3DS, and and I believe the Nintendo Switch is like the final handheld that there's going to be. I don't probably the last one there is yeah i agree i think and, and i'm see um and because i'm because i'm planning to incorporate the switch into a lot of my streams on my channel and i could and i think and, and what i like about the switch personally i found a lot of game consoles very they don't they don't like they don't like grab me as much and, and what made me want to play but for some reason it has this 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 thing that wants me to play and this is talking this is this is someone who's never been interested in game consoles particularly yeah um i have to say it's really cool uh playing uh games on the go like skyrim and stuff um i mean honestly the first time i played skyrim was on the nintendo switch and that was when i got for christmas uh, the nintendo switch but i got skyrim on boxing day and 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 I've spent a lot of car a lot of car rides and a lot of uh, times on the bus just playing on a Nintendo Switch. I mean, there's a lot of great games on there. Uh, I'm gonna be back. Uh, continue talking. I'm just gonna get my Switch to talk about something. Yeah, I also I also think as that the the Switch I think has this um, this thing of. Um, for for people like me and you speaking on on behalf of the people who are particularly fond of game consoles, it has this it has this kind of it's it, I think it's if people want to get into game consoles, I would recommend trying out the Switch if you can never ever get into game consoles. I reckon it it possibly would even get you into gaming actually. Yeah, and plus with the amount of scalping that there is, there's no good chance of getting the PS5, Xbox Series X, and and game components for the newer gaming PCs, and it's probably easier to get a Nintendo Switch. Now, I want to talk about um, I want to talk about some of the negatives, like we did in our PlayStation podcast. Yeah, the negatives 100%. of the Nintendo Switch. 
right here's the nintendo switch and uh each one of these is called Joy-Con. This is what makes a, a hybrid. You can take the Joy-Cons out, put the Switch in the TV dock, and you can play them like this. Or maybe you prefer to use the Pro Controller, which I've got. Now, I want to talk about the Joy-Cons and a very certain issue that I'm sure everyone's aware of. Um, there's something called Joy-Con Drift. And what it is, is basically where these analog sticks... Uh, for some reason, they start to move without you moving them. And it can be quite annoying when you're playing mm. games like Mario Kart, Smash Bros, or any kind of first-person shooter like Doom or Doom Eternal. And, that, and that's been a massive issue with the Nintendo Switch. Um, apparently, it's gone so bad that there's even been lawsuits towards uh, Nintendo. Now, what the problem is, is with the uh, mechanisms of the analog sticks. Basically... Uh, the way an analog stick works is um, you've got a... Um, hang on. Uh, let me just bring something uh, for an example. Um, Morgan, continue talking while um, I'm gone. But I think... And yeah, I think... I think um, my negative would be... Um, would be there's not... Just a negative that I feel. For me personally... And and I'll tell Jack when he comes back and see what he thinks. I also find that 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 the there's not much. I find I would like I personally would like more choice of games because I look in the store and I've been wanting to buy a new game from the store in a while and the personally all the other consoles have a massive palette of games you can play, but I don't see. The Switch having a massive catalogue of games, like new games you can play. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's running uh, low on uh, games. But let's get back to the Joy-Con issue thing. Now, I left to try and find uh, a plain analog stick, and unfortunately, I couldn't find one. But I'm going to try and explain it as best as I can. You see, the way an analog stick works is um, it uses uh, something, it uses these two things well, two of them, called uh, a potentiometer. And for those who don't know what a potentiometer is, it's basically um, it's basically an adjustable resistor. And and a potentiometer, when it comes to analog sticks, is used to like register um, how far you move the analog stick and stuff. So, it, so um, basically, without the potentiometer, the analog stick wouldn't work because it tells you, um, the potentiometer tells you how far the analog stick is going. And that will correspond to the video game. So if you move the analog stick all the way, the character will start running. Uh, hang on, hang on. Yep. Uh, hang, no, hang on, Morgan. Um, when you move the analog stick all the way up, it'll it'll send those signals to the controller, and that will correspond to like the character moving. So if the character is running all the running, you would hold the stick down in like a third person game or something. But if you move it slightly upwards, then the character will start walking. So, what was your question, Morgan? Um. So, what's that thing you were calling it again? What's it called? Oh yeah, the things that are used for for analog sticks to work are called potentiometers, and they're basically like an adjustable resistor. Now, now the Joy-Con analog sticks, that the design of them are very different to most analog sticks because. 
PS5, PS4, Xbox, analog sticks. They're all they're all kind of the same design, but the Nintendo Switch, because the Joy-Cons are so much flatter, more compact, they're basically um, they basically have to design it differently. And because they designed it differently, um, there's been a flaw of them. Apparently, uh, on the bottom of the Joy-Con analog mechanisms, uh, inside of them, there's potentiometers that are located on the bottom. But there's a but the piece of metal that holds the Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons together, like the mechanism, the bottom of it, it um, it's quite um, apparently. Uh, how do I describe it? It becomes loose, and because it comes loose, uh, the sensors of the potentiometers don't make good connection, and that's what causes Joy-Con issues. And and there is a way of fixing it. If you um, underneath the Joy-Con mechanisms inside the Joy-Con controllers, like the analog sticks, underneath the analog sticks, if you put a small piece of card that is one millimeter, it it it, it takes it, it fixes the Joy-Con drift issues because the potentiometers, because of how they're made, they um start like um well they just start making contact again and they don't drift. That's how I explain it. And Nintendo, they need to um that's all they need to do. They they just need to put like some proper uh pressure underneath the Joy-Cons, like one millimeter of pressure. So so just uh, so it's just to fit underneath the Joy-Con mechanisms because that's what's causing the Joy-Con issues. It's how they're designed. So either that or Nintendo needs to design the Joy-Cons a lot better. And they even have them in this in the Nintendo Switch Mini or, or, or the Nintendo Switch Lite is what they called it. And that's got the exact same uh, Joy-Cons as the originals. So they're going to have Joy-Con drift as well, which is an issue. So Nintendo, they need to design them a lot better. Mm. I, and can we? As well as the my my issue is, as I said before, the catalog of games that they have under and it's running low. Yeah, um, they I've they put... started off they started off uh, strong with like with like Skyrim. Uh, uh, what was what was that new Zelda game? Uh, Breath Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and, and they had Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and then Mario Maker Two, and Mario Odyssey. They started off strong, and they even got some good third party support with like Doom, Skyrim, and um, and a lot of other games like like Sniper Elite Two. But they um, but they they're starting to run low. I mean, what we're getting now is like Mario Golf, and I haven't really played any of the Mario Golf games, but but you know they they need to do a lot more. Really, they the problem is with the uh, lack of um, third party support is because the Nintendo Switch, uh, the Nintendo Switch is underpowered because um, it's using like a. I can't remember what the process is called, but it's using like an NVIDIA processor and it's actually get, starting to get a little bit weak because you got things now like AMD Ryzen processors and the newest Intel processors and you've got like the PS5 and Xbox Series X and people are focusing more on them. Back when the PS4 and Xbox One were around, the Nintendo Switch was all right. 
because it was only slightly less powerful than the base PS4. But now, with the PS5 and Xbox Series X, people are not making as many ports because because of the out-of-date processor that's in this uh, system. So the problem is, the reason why the Nintendo Switch hasn't got many games is because of the lack of processing power. It'll still be getting games, just not big, uh, big uh, third-party uh, third tiles like uh, like GTA or anything like that. I also, I also think, I also think personally, because the PS, like PlayStation and Xbox have a. I also think they have, they have like, like on, they have like their own streaming like services going off, and they have their own like way of multiplayer playing against that people can play against each other they haven't even got the ability to do that what, what do you mean by play against each other what do you mean they don't have that ability are you, are you talking about like online yeah they haven't got the online ability you know because a lot that that happens a lot of people do that now well a lot I, of... I i don't know morgan uh nintendo has nintendo network which is like PlayStation Network. I mean, it's cheaper than Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. I mean, they've got like Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. It's just that they don't have many uh, multiplayer games, like multiplayer third-party games. Do you think that's what they should do in order to come up with a way of them starting to become a major competitor? Well, uh, I think... Um, I think they do need to do something about that online, like um, like have have more, perhaps have more online games, and um, and whilst um, yeah, they could try and make some more online games. They they've already got a few. They've got like Mario Kart, Splatoon two. There's also Splatoon three coming out pretty soon. Well, oh, cool. I don't I don't know about soon, but it's it's been announced, and there has been a, a teaser trailer for it. They've also got Smash Bros. online, but not a lot of... But they haven't really got Call of Duty or anything, which is like the big leagues, which is what PlayStation and Xbox have, and the PC uh, PC area. I also think it's to do with negotiations as well. I think I think they also need to negotiate with other companies just to get them out of a hole. Well, kind of. It's basically companies, they got to... Um, They've got to have a reason to make a game for that system. Like the PS5. Well, let's go back to the let's go back to the eighth generation. PS uh, PS4 and Xbox One. They were big consoles that were making a lot of money. So it made a lot of sense to make money for those systems because they were pretty powerful at that time, and yeah. they were and they were pretty big, well-known names, PlayStation and Xbox, and a lot of people play on those systems so they would have so by making games for them you would make a lot of money and pc um even though that's also a big industry well big market they kind of came second to ps4 and xbox one because because the ps4 and xbox one were were more user friendly than the pc but nintendo switch however because um because because this is a bit of an underpowered system and although this has outsold the Xbox One, um, it still hasn't beaten. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't know about the PS4. It probably hasn't beaten the PS4. But yeah, it. it but yeah, the, the reason why there's 
I said before, there's not many games on the system because of the lack of processing power. So they can't make like um, great ports. What what they really need to do is um, right. Second thing I want to talk about. This is what they should have done. I'm going to talk about what they shouldn't have done, and then I'm going to talk about what they should have done. Now they've made a new Nintendo Switch model called the Nintendo Switch OLED, and basically what it is, it's this but with a bigger screen, and the Joy Cons are white. It's got a better improved mm. kickstand because the kickstand in this really sucks. They got an adjustable kickstand that's like really big, way better. And they've got 64 gigabytes instead of 32 gigabytes of internal memory. And the and their new dock has got a built-in Ethernet, which is great for online games. But my problem is um, it doesn't need an OLED display. What it really needs the most, and what Nintendo neglected, is uh, improved processing power. They need to overclock the Nintendo Switch, like overclock it to the point where it's way more powerful than it is now. That's what they should have done, and they're not doing that. They're just releasing a new Switch with features like an OLED display that, that isn't important, which is not what the Switch needs. It also don't make sense either. Yeah, yeah, because the PS4, that was starting to get obsolete, even in its own time. So what they, So what Sony did was make the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One, that had the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X, which are the more powerful systems. This needed a more powerful upgrade. This needed a Switch Pro, um, a 4K Switch system. And we didn't get that. We just got the Nintendo Switch OLED, which is which is not what we needed. Because sure, an OLED display may be nice, but um, an OLED display, like some Switch ports these days, like of newer games don't look very good. So having those on a bigger OLED screen it is not going to help it that much. What they need to do was make a more powerful switch. Yeah, 100. I one what I don't I don't understand. What's with the the what's this switch like cuz I'm I I don't have it so I can't really say, but it's only just this with some minor improvements and not some major improvements. Basically, so basically, they've basically right. They've they they're giving upgrades and and put and giving the, the new Nintendo Switches upgrades well, that they don't even need, and they're not even improving on the things that they need to improve on. Yeah, pretty much. They've got a they've got the Nintendo. They need to like put more processing power in there. That's what they need to do. They don't need an OLED display on a portable system. I mean. The PS Vita had an OLED display, and that didn't help it that much. But then again, the PS Vita was a failure. But this isn't a failure, and it doesn't need to be a failure. What Nintendo needs to do is listen to the fans and give them what they want. Nintendo, they've, they've always had this problem of, of trying to do something, but never doing it right. Mm. Like, like they just, um, they, they just do these uh, strange decisions. It, and it's not what people want. They just do their own thing at the cost of like pissing off other people. Like, like um, it, it all started back in the day. Like they started doing these stupid decisions with the Nintendo sixty four, and since then they just continued doing it. Like 
all these dumb decisions like Nintendo 64, right? Back in the back in the late 90s, consoles were moving towards CDs because they could hold a lot more storages, a lot more storage than cartridges at the time. But the problem is, uh, but the thing is, Nintendo's decided to stick with cartridges when the Sega Saturn and PS1 had um had CD technology. And mm. and because of that. Nintendo stopped, started to lose uh, third-party support. And same thing with the GameCube. They they finally moved the disc format. And the, Nintendo, and the Nintendo GameCube was an impressive system. It was more powerful than the PS2. But what held it back was that it, was use, it wasn't using DVDs that the PS2 was using. It was starting to use like these mini-discs. And they were pretty fast. But the downside of them is that they couldn't hold much storage, and that kind of affected the GameCube, Nintendo Wii. Uh, that was that did become successful, but that thing's flaws was that it wasn't as powerful as the PS3 and Xbox 360, so it wasn't a hardcore gaming device. And the Wii U was finally a massive failure because that was also underpowered, and it didn't have much third-party uh, support. I'm going to be part of the big minority here. I forget hate, whatever. Okay. But I, I really, us in this house, for many years, we loved the, the Nintendo Wii. For a fact, we still have it downstairs. Oh, yeah. It, it is a good system. I, I've, I've enjoyed games like Mario Galaxy 2. I'm just saying that it's just not a very powerful system for like, um, it for like, it's not really for hardcore gamers. It's, it hasn't got, uh, as many yeah, third by support like the PS3 and 360. Can I can I throw a positive out there for Nintendo? Yeah, of course. I will give them that. They do something that not a lot of like companies do. They concentrate, they do a lot of game consoles that are for families. And I do give them that. Like the Wii, the Wii U, the Switch. I bet you most families it's gonna be in a lot of households because it can be because the families can can all can all do games that that together as a family and, it, and and they are very good family consoles like for example we we as a family um they my young my younger siblings like the just dance games they're perfect they are and they enjoy playing them games because it's a family it's a family thing and family traditions are created because of these game consoles so i think that should be a positive what do you think well yeah there is a positive there but these days uh families are not really spending time together playing video games that like that's that thing is sort of over and nintendo tried to do that with the wii u when it was all over and it backfired and the wii u became a failure it may have worked with the wii back in like the late 2000s and the early 2010s but with the Wii U, that that market isn't really there anymore, and because mm -hmm. of that, the Wii U kind of failed. That, but by doing that, that they're allowed to do that, but they shouldn't do it to a point where it holds them back. Yeah, they should. They should. What they should do, they should make it mixed. Do you get what I mean? They they should try and make a system that appeals to all um, all audiences young and old like don't just focus on families <laughs> and stuff make make games for older people as well like like more hardcore nintendo fans and and maybe some more hardcore gamers like people who can play call of duty and stuff 
See, see, I reckon if they did that, they they would actually beat some competition. Because no offense to PlayStation, no offense to Sony, PlayStation, Xbox, Microsoft, their game consoles. I bet you, they a lot of I know a lot. I I know quite a few parents. They will not get their those game consoles because they they feel like it won't work because because their kids are falling out over thing is. But at the same time, you've got the older children who want something a lot more. They go for places so who are a lot more advanced and hardcore gamers. But if yeah, they more mature, more mature. But if they created a game console that could be suitable for both, and created and made more games with the fantastic IP they have, they would actually beat the competition. Uh, well, yeah, def. Well, I want to. I don't know about B, but they will definitely have a strong stronghold in the in the in the games industry like yeah, they already have they already have one they <laughs> they have ips that people would kill for they just got uh continue to give the fans what they want instead of giving us what nintendo wants that's that's the thing they're not doing i feel like they're not doing this for the fans they're more they're more like doing it for themselves do you know i you know a friend a mate of mine you know when he caught uh, he it's kind of funny, but he calls them the um you know when he because because you know when you compare, you know when you want to compare the companies to like gaming companies? Yeah. Do you know my mate likes to compare Nintendo to Warner Brothers and how how logical, how illogical they run their companies? Okay. Uh what's Warner Brothers like? <clears throat> well they well they for years give only give only make movies and TV shows that they want to do. That is a very that's a fact. They do they do things like you know just things like that that they do. So for, can you see the comparison there? Maybe. Yeah, I guess I can. But um, do you mind if you um, tell us what your positives and I'll and I'll be back in a sec. All right then. So my positives on the Nintendo brand and the Nintendo Switch is that um, Nintendo they try new things. Sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. They're a very um, experimental company. That's what I'll give Nintendo. And they do have some and they do have some very fun games, like games that you won't find anywhere else, like Mario, Zelda. They they really do have a very unique style when it comes to their games, like. No one else can really replicate what Nintendo does, and the, the Nintendo Switch, right? Um, this has been a very successful system, and they have done a lot of uh, right moves with the Nintendo Switch. They've done some bad moves, but they've also done a lot of good as well. Like, like the Wii U was a was a mistake, but the Nintendo Switch is a major one up, and I think currently, right now, despite all the bad decisions that they're making, I think they're doing a very good, um, well, a very good, a very good thing with the Wii U. Sorry, not the Wii U, the Nintendo Switch. They're making a lot of good uh, decisions with the uh, uh, with the Nintendo Switch right now. Well, they've done some bad decisions, but but yeah, I think um, I think Nintendo Switch has done a complete one eighty. And uh, having a pro controller is pretty cool. You know, this. Um, 
I mean, this is way comfortable than the Joy-Cons. This is like for more hardcore gamers. So you're not just stuck with those crappy Joy-Cons. Like, like on the Wii, you're kind of stuck with the Wii remotes unless some games utilize the controls that plug into the bottom of the Wii remotes. But the Nintendo Switch, you have the choice of the Joy-Cons or this. And let me just say, for most player games and stuff, this is probably better for like Smash Bros and stuff. You know, some people won't like this. Um, they'll probably prefer the uh, GameCube controllers to this, like when it comes to like playing Smash Bros and stuff. Um, I don't mind the GameCube controllers, but I kind of prefer this. But everyone's got a preference. And um, another thing I have to give Nintendo is um, their support for crossplay, like being able to play games across platforms, like. Sony was against it, Microsoft was for it, and since Nintendo was for it as well, we got games like Minecraft and Fortnite. People could play between Nintendo and Xbox, which was pretty good on uh, Nintendo, uh, to be honest. So yeah, that's one positive I'll give Nintendo. And um, what else? Um, what else can I say about the Nintendo Switch? Um, you know... I want to talk about the screen, um, despite the positives. Uh, I want to talk about the screen. Uh, they use plastic for the screen. And it won't shatter like glass, but the problem is it's easily scratchable. Um, I don't know if you guys can see, but my Nintendo Switch, um, here you'll notice it's got a... Well, actually here, you know it's got a bit of a crack here. Don't worry, that's just the screen protector. Yeah, if you guys plan on getting a Nintendo Switch, it's best to get a screen protector. Like, a lot of portable devices, it's always a good idea to have, like, a screen protector. Um, but the Nintendo Switch, however, because it's using plastic for, like, the screen, you might have... To, it's best to get, like, a glass screen protector, like a fiberglass screen protector. And, um, yeah, that's just what i got to say about the Nintendo Switch. And hmm, boy, what else? What else can I say about the Nintendo Switch or Nintendo? They've they've made a lot of um, they do make a lot of bizarre decisions, and uh, and they've also made some good decisions. You know, they try to be um, they try to be different to the competition. But, but you know, they they got to learn to compete because comp, cause where there's competition, if someone tries to be better than the other person, like Xbox has Game Pass, and that benefits consumers. So with competition, uh, it, it sometimes benefits, well, a lot of the time, it benefits the consumers because companies are fighting to be, like, the most dominant. So Nintendo, they've got to kind of uh, try and compete with PlayStation and Xbox. I know they can do it. They've definitely got the money and they've got the IPs. And uh, what else? You know, let's talk about the let's talk about the online, right? Um, Nintendo Network, it's all right. Uh, it's not 
it's not amazing. Um, they need more online games. Uh, one thing I'll give them credit for is the online being cheap. I've already mentioned it. It's like it's like twelve pounds for a year, so we see twelve months, which is pretty cool. And they've also got um, but they've also don't really have um much to um, uh, what was it? Much to say about no, they've. Give me a moment, guys. Just gonna think. Yeah, the network, it's not great. They need to do a lot more. They they don't have like trophies or achievements like uh PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. And um they don't have uh good party support like um like like when it comes to headphones with microphones and stuff, um they um they neglected to have um, an audio microphone jack on the controllers like the PS4 does, and that's and the PS4 has been around longer than the um, Nintendo Switch, and um, they've got a headphone jack, but it's one of those headphones jacks where they support audio headphones only, not the headphones with the microphones on them, and because they've neglected to do that uh microphones using microphones on the nintendo switch is pretty awkward because you gotta download this app called the nintendo app well there is a nintendo app but i don't use it that much and i haven't got it installed on my phone but apparently uh, i don't know what they're doing now but apparently back then you had to like use you had to use that in order to use a microphone on your nintendo switch which was kind of awkward i mean I mean, they try to do other things that companies do, but they, but they do sometimes they do a bit of a half-assed job at it, and it just comes out as weird and awkward to do. So, Nintendo, when it comes to being different, sometimes they do take it a bit too far. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna say about them. And what else to say? It's a bit hard doing these live streams when Morgan's not around, but but sometimes Morgan can't out there and he has to leave for a bit. So yeah, that kind of that kind of sucks. You know, I'm gonna talk about one more thing about the Nintendo Switch. Um it uses uh cartridges. I know what I said about cartridges earlier on in the live stream about the 90s, but that was the 90s. Uh, Technology has improved, and these days, um, uh, SSDs and stuff, well, sorry, not SSDs, like SD cards and stuff, because the storage has gone a lot better, they can store a lot more data on these cartridges. So, yeah, they've gone back to cartridges. Hey, Morgan's back. Hey Morgan, uh, just talking Hello. about the cartridges. Yeah, I'm gonna give Nintendo another positive. Um, they've got cartridges now, like for the Nintendo Switch, and, uh, and 
And you know, like how SD cards can store more storage than actual discs, like Blu-ray discs and HD Blu-ray discs. They can only store about like a hundred gigabytes, but but because of SD cards now supporting yeah. like five hundred gigabytes and one terabyte, one advantage that the Nintendo Switch has over consoles that use disc drives is that those cartridges have potential of supporting more data and stuff. Do you have anything to say now? Because I've sort of run out of stuff while you were gone. Um. So, what? Um. Right. Let's put ourselves in Nintendo's position. What would you, if you have a CEO of Nintendo, what would your and you took over Nintendo and you have a CEO, what would your your first decision be? My first decision would be to make a new Nintendo Switch, a Nintendo Switch Two, like a you know how Wii has the Wii U. I would make a Nintendo Switch Two. This would be a more powerful Nintendo Switch. It would be as powerful as the Xbox Series X, if not more powerful. It would be backwards compatible with the Nintendo Switch, the original, and all the Joy-Cons. It'd be a 8K system. It would be able to support like 8K and stuff. And why not? Yeah, because we're, we're starting to move towards 8K things now. The Xbox Series X supports 8K, and now we've got GPUs like the like the uh, NVIDIA RTX 3090, which also supports 8K for like PC gaming. And so, yeah, that's what I would do. I would make a brand new Switch. I wouldn't discontinue this one straight away, but I would make a brand new Nintendo Switch, a Switch 2, or maybe I call it a Switch Ultra, and I would have, um, and I would have it be more powerful, like way more powerful than the original Switch, and it'd be backwards compatible as well, kind of like how the 3DS was backwards compatible with the DS. Yeah, I would. Do you, do you know, I would love to see, and just just intend to do. I would, I would love, I would just love to see that and to utilize the IPs that they have. They have so much IP, IP that people dream of owning, and I just do not understand. Why they don't make more use out of the IP they own? If they were made more use out of the IP they own, they would make tons and tons of money. Isn't that what a business is about? As I am just becoming a CEO, I'm learning it's all about creating good IP and that IP and then utilizing the IP to be to fair, Morgan. More money. To be fair, Morgan, uh, uh, they. They do have to make uh, good decisions with the IPs, and they gotta take their time with like some games. Like they should, they should make a. Even though I've never played it, they should make a Breath of the Wild too, because that was like a launch title for the Nintendo Switch, and that and apparently that's a really great game. Still have yet to play it, but I, I but I would also, um, I would also, um, I'd also like to say that um, they have done a decent job with. With the Mario games, like you know, you mm. got like Mario Kart, Super Mario Bros, Mario Party. It's amazing how uh, how, how dynamic Mario. Mario is with like certain game genres. Yeah, because my favorite game is Super Mario Smash Bros. I, I, you know the game that you get. Well, it's it's just called Super Smash Bros. It's not yeah, necessarily but, Mario, but it's mainly Nintendo characters. Yeah, but I've like I said, if they see, I would love just I want to see more. Like I said, I want to see that like, you buy some of the good IP that they have because I feel like 
again i know i know it takes time to make things i get that I, yeah. i'm one of those people who think the longer it takes the better it will be right that's the way i see it yeah and, and uh, i reckon if they do that utilize the ip because that's how they're going to make more money and in that what business is about making more money i just don't understand why they wouldn't because they're, they're losing they're also losing out financially at this point yeah they are well. well well what they really need to do right now i think the lesson from this day is they need to improve joy-con drift like fix it make make bad joy-cons or just stick some paper underneath or something else one millimeter and what they also need to do is they need to make a more powerful switch no oled mole no give they need to give the switch what it needs like something essential like like a processor upgrade like overclocking it they need to make a more powerful nintendo switch that's what they need to do right now because they're struck because because it's so underpowered right now they need to um make a new one that's more powerful like a switch pro that's able to support 4k and stuff and because they also have a lack of third party support that's always been a problem since the n64 days and they need to um and they need to improve that yeah i 100 agree i think i think i think i just don't again i don't understand their their way of thinking when they're coming up with a new game console do any into 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 better to kind of but won't you to see you won't you look at it and be like okay what worked and what didn't and 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 just be like okay these things didn't work we're going to improve on the things that didn't work and include more of the things that did work isn't that a more logical way of doing it like isn't that way you improve anything in life so i don't get yeah, why we're in a business this is, or... but this is nintendo we're talking about they they do some weird things they do something but then they don't they do something that everyone else is doing but sometimes they don't do it properly and they do have things that do work but then they have things that don't work i just i just they that's why i say they're the warner brothers of the gaming world because they just have they make illogical decisions yeah uh yeah they do make some weird decisions sometimes like they like the switch oleds like there was no reason for a switch oled or what they really needed was a switch pro that's what they that's i what think people I, wanted and that's I what do, people were anticipating i do think i do think us as fans as gaming fans as movie fans tv fans mainly mainly nintendo fans and gaming yeah, fans we we too much we do this and i think we're all guilty of this we you know we we when we want some dead bad we want the company to follow up and i do think sometimes well they they shouldn't i think us as fans we should be more careful because sometimes because if you look at because if you look at there's been tons of things being ruined by fandom tons in there tons of things well uh, i think if we continue to give them the money that's what it really is if we continue to give them money they'll continue making bad decisions but if they make less money then they'll start to listen to us they that's this is what they gotta do nintendo's got to start listening and give the fans what they want 
Oh, one more thing. Uh, this just crossed my mind. Uh, on the Nintendo Switch, right? They've got like a they've got like a service for NES and SNES games, so you can play those games. But but the, the problem is, it's a DRM thing. You've got to activate it once a week, or else you can't play it, which really sucks. So they need to they need to get rid of that and bring back the virtual console because they used to have the virtual console and it's basically this and it's basically this official Nintendo emulator that allowed them to play like Nintendo games from the Nintendo eShop they need to bring that back and bring it onto the Nintendo Switch not the crappy streaming thing where it's got DRM in it um one question i have about this place um for anyone who hasn't heard of the playstation network can you um because um uh what, what, can you explain what it is actually actually you know it's it's fine uh, uh, people don't bother I, I can tell morgan what the playstation network is i'm i'm the gaming expert it's <laughs> it's morgan you really do got to um do your research i know yeah. you're not much of a gamer but yeah 100 percent. but like, but uh, yeah, I've heard bad things about it. <laughs> well, there was a there was a there was a hack in 2011 where PlayStation Network was down for a month. I remember it back in the day, and and everyone's credit card information got leaked, even my dad's. What? Yeah, seriously, someone hacked what? PlayStation Network. Apparently, it was anonymous. Do you know the hacking group? Apparently, it's them who hacked Sony Network and. They leave everyone. Prosecutors of that shit. Well, good luck trying to catch them. It's anonymous. They they don't play by the law. I know, I know that, but wow. But yeah, that a lot of bad things came from that came from the network thing. And since then, Sony has improved their security, but they've also but their trust has also been damaged because mm -hmm. of that. Like in when it comes to like networking and stuff. So but anyway, back to build bridges. Well, I don't see what bridge is going to do against cyber security, but I mean, they... I mean, with the fans. Well, they are trying. Well, I don't know about. I don't know much about Sony, but they have improved their security since then, and they have. Um... All I'm just going to say is, uh, on the PlayStation Store, don't put your credit card information. Just, just use PlayStation Network cards. As like currency instead of your actual money, mm. because you don't because Sony's the kind of company that catalogs your uh, bank details. So, so yeah, but you know. Anyway, back to Nintendo. One more thing I want to talk about is uh, Nintendo's attack on emulation and and game preservation. That this is something that they need to be called out on because it, it's not right. Uh, Nintendo, right? They're not giving us back the virtual console, so we can't. They're not. They're, like I said before, they're just giving us this crap service. It's free, but you have to like activate it once a week, which is kind of, which is kind of suck. Which is DRM, and I always stand against DRM. I just think DRM is a way to take away people's ownership. They just bring back the virtual console, put a lot more games on there on the virtual console. Like a lot of Nintendo classics, because 
even back when the virtual console was around, they didn't have much. And they kind of need to stop this attack on like emulation and game preservation because because uh, it, it's kind of important for like preserving video game history. Like, mm -hmm. thanks to emulators, you can play games from old systems on newer consoles. And Nintendo, they want to, um, they, they're not really interested in preserving history like that, and and they need to be called out against it or called called out for it. See, I would I would like Nintendo to go under new leadership personally because whoever's running Nintendo isn't doing the best of job. Best well, job. they've been doing this for years, Morgan. I, I don't think new leadership would do a thing. It's just that. It's just the decisions they're making. They need like they don't just need new leadership. They need a new overall change in how they in how they do business, like how <laughs> they make decisions and stuff. I mean, they still make money at the end of the day, but but they but they need to listen to the fans. That's what they gotta do. And they've got to stop and they've got to uh stop this attack on like emulation and stuff. Now they go after ROM sites like uh, Emmy Paradise. That used to be a very popular ROM site, and that got shut down. Now, I understand that downloading ROMs is legal, mm -hmm. but Nintendo, however, they're not reselling those old ROMs anymore. And a lot of the ROMs that that Emmy Paradise has is a lot. They have more ROMs than uh than Nintendo Switch. Well, mm -hmm. than, than what Nintendo offers. And Nintendo, they just want to shut shut them down. But they're not. But they're not willing to like um, bring back those ROMs. So, wow. and people, people, they like if you're not selling, if you're not really selling those old ROMs, then then how is it? Then how are you losing money? Because normally the whole thing about piracy is is that you're losing money when someone downloads something. But yeah. Nintendo is not really making money off these ROMs. So, what's the logic? I'm not. I'm not saying you should pirate things. If anything, you shouldn't. But what I'm saying is, um, Nintendo they need they need to um, stop this attack on like game preservation because game preservation, even though they don't care, there's a lot of people who do care because a lot of people care about those old classic games and they want to be able to play them on like the PCs and stuff. And Nintendo wants to prevent that with their Nintendo games. I also think. Mm -hmm. I also think with some of the partnerships with some of the with obviously some of the IP it's partnership with other co companies how do we know that this could could cause a rift between the two things if they don't um if they don't save some of the classics well despite what I said they do they do remaster some classics mm -hmm. but they're not always perfect and because I can't. Because don't don't because like for example they have some partnership with Sega, don't they? Well, yeah, of course they do have some partnership, but these, but, but the problem is, um, but like I said, uh, Nintendo needs to stop going after um, game preservation and and emulation because yeah, one hundred percent because. Um, because that because that's very important for like game history like being able to play those old games when those systems are dead well See, i've said I i've said everything that i need to say on the 
on this podcast. I also, I also, one thing I want to add to that though, Jack, is that you know if if companies like Nintendo continue to do this, also, we might see a decline in gaming in the future. Yeah, some people eventually people will get fed up with Nintendo. Not just Nintendo, but Sony and Microsoft. They'll they'll eventually get fed up, and and so then Nintendo, and so then they'll start losing money. But but like I said, if they start losing money, they'll eventually have to change their ways because they know that they've damaged their profits. Because the way the game, because I know someone who's a str- gaming streamer. He streams games, right? He's 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 on Twitch. He's got a big following, right? And basically, he said his predictions are that if because it's like the comic book, um, it's about the companies who make comic books. Uh-huh. If 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 let's say if Marvel succeeds, DC is going to succeed. But if Marvel fails, DC is going to fail. If DC fails, Marvel's going to fail. If DC succeeds, Marvel's going to going to do the same thing. Going to fail or whatnot. It's it's the same thing with gaming. It's the exact same thing. If one company fails. The other company's gonna fail. The and it's it's the well, way that, that the... is. If well, that is if the company, that is if one company owns the other, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. That's well. I'm not. I'm not too sure about that. But but it's called to do, no. But it's all to do with the gaming culture, and the gaming culture is what's making these companies allowing these companies to make plenty of money. Is the gaming culture? If the gaming culture is fractured. We could see a decline. Yeah, I agree with that bit. So that's a huge problem, and that's why Nintendo doing this is a massive issue. Yeah. Um, anyway, I've anyway I've finished what I've said. Now, have you got one more thing to say, Morgan? I'd, but not much. Just to be like Nintendo, just get your act together. Yeah. Start cool. listening. Start listening to what the people want. Offer a service that fixes Joy-Cons. Make a more powerful Switch, a Switch Pro, no OLEDs or anything like that. And uh, leave game preservation alone. You're not making money off of it, so what does it matter to you? I Stop agree. Stop being so greedy. I also, I also think, I can, like I said, um, you know, yeah, if you're losing money from people pirating, fine, maybe I can understand it. But if you're not losing money, why why stop it? If they're kind of preserving gaming, they're preserving IP, your IP. Shouldn't you be thanking them? Yeah. Anyway, uh, this has been the Nintendo podcast, the Nintendo special. I'm Jack Watson. This is I've, Morgan I've got Walsh. Something to say before we end, though. Okay. Um, One more thing. So, um, no, you've got to do an announcement. Oh, yeah, that's right. That. So, Jack, what? Um, you take it away and tell everyone you gonna your say, announcement. What are you going to say? Your thing? Or was that? The oh, yeah. Thing? Um, no, that was a thing for you to announce that new. Oh, thing okay. We're doing. Oh, yeah. We're starting a new uh, thing on the Geekcast. Uh, it's called Geek Top. It's called Geek uh, Topics, and it's basically where one of us, just one of us, talks about a certain topic, like, uh, like, like, uh, 
I don't know, like gaming or something, like if one person's got more knowledge on one thing, they're going to talk about that. It's just basically like topics, really. You just, it's just a video where we talk about a topic, except it's just going to be one of us talking about a topic because, because you know, it just makes more sense. Yeah, it just makes more sense. Morgan knows better about television and stuff, and I know better about video games and stuff, and that's what we're going to do now for now on. But we're still going to continue doing the podcast, though, and all the other stuff on the Geekcast. But, and I'm going to say this, I haven't told Jack, but with depending on what, what's happening with the Geek topics, may there may be a few changes that I may make with Geek News as well, just to, just so it doesn't affect Geek topics um, as well. So there will be that change a little bit, but just keep a lookout and you'll be seeing a change in the next... Um, in in the in 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 the long run but um another but i have an announcement i would like to make the podcast is now finally jack it's we are finally on apple podcast okay great finally it's taken me jack guess how many years it's taken me a thousand years it's it's legit taken me a year but Geek has been going for two years. It's taken me a year to get it up to get to, almost two years. We've been going, and I've only and it's taken me a year to get it to get it on there. Okay, great. Um, just just let you know, Apple. Just why? Why is your system so complicated? It's, yeah, that that they're just um. <laughs> you know, it's it's just Apple. They're not as convenient as PC. Yeah. But anyway, uh, enough about well, Apple. Um, I so believe this. Go and leave us a rating on there and tell us what you think, so we know. Yeah. So this is the end of the podcast because it is dragging on now. Yes. Um. Uh, make sure you make sure you follow us and listen to us on all the where you ever like to listen to podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to the Geekcast YouTube channel. Oh yeah, and, sub and um, make sure you share this episode, please. And and so with everyone you know, um, I am of course, I am um, of course Morgan Welsh. And I am Jack Watson. And this, and we'll see, and we'll see you next time um, on Geekcast Central and yeah. And any other episode but of the Geekcast. Goodbye. Adios. Any, any show we do.